All right, what is up, everybody? <laughs> wow, recording a podcast. Uh, you know, I I stream on Twitch a lot, but uh, when I my very first baby steps into content creation, uh, I recorded podcasts with my boy Scuba Steve and Lachonkla over at Five Dollar Toppings. I put a <laughs> I put a link in the description. Um, and that was a long time ago, and uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think uh, $5 Topping is going to be making a return anytime soon. Um, but I but I love talking about Halo, about Star Wars, nerd culture, and stuff like that. Um, and what better way to just talk about it than, than a podcast, you know? Um, you know, who knows? Maybe in the future I'll, I'll get the gang back together or, or more special guests. But for now, I'm just going to do my own thing because, you know... Like I said, I stream on Twitch. I have social medias on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I don't know if I repeated myself already, but, you know. <laughs> and I have promos for myself. And in those promos, I have, like, little outro cards. And on the outro cards, it it says YouTube and Twitch as part of the platforms that I that I do. Um, and I'm barely, I barely post stuff on YouTube, man. <laughs> It's such a it's such a sham, but it looks nice. <laughs> it looks nice on an outro to have range like that, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to try out um podcasting again because again I want to clear my mind when it comes to uh, Halo stuff, Star Wars stuff, nerd culture. So if you're if you're looking for deep philosophical talk, um, I I don't have that for you. But if you're looking for just, you know, just fun conversation about nerd stuff, uh, let's stick around. Maybe you'll enjoy yourself. And uh, in the past, I, I don't know how <laughs> for for five dollar toppings. What we did was we put background music. We put um, uh, background gameplay. Uh, I might do some background music. Who knows? But for the most part, we're just going to I'm just going to just talk, you know. <laughs> like a normal podcast and uh yeah that's gonna be it um so we we do have a few things to talk about right now that i want to talk about um but i'm gonna keep the podcast short maybe probably like max 30 minutes just to get the waters flowing but um you know right now it's december 3rd to, to uh 2021 uh, halo infinite is close to release less than a week from now Less than a week, we get to play Halo Infinite's campaign, which has been six, seven years since we've been able to do that. Uh, loved Halo 4. A lot of people might <laughs> stop listening to me or take my credibility, uh, but I loved Halo 4. Loved the multiplayer, loved the campaign, loved everything about it. Um, 5? Hated 5. Well, okay. I loved, I, I, loved, I loved Halo 5's multiplayer. I thought it was a lot of fun. A lot of different ways for matches to go down. Very, very strategic. Uh, very thorough. And it's a lot of fun once you get the uh, handling of the mechanics. Because there's a lot. There's the ground pound, slide, the Spartan charge, the Spartan hover, um, clamber. Uh, just a lot of stuff. And, you know, some people were, <laughs> were saying that Halo 5 was just like Call of Duty. Where I highly disagree. I... I think Halo 5's... I, I mean, to be fair, 
Halo 5 doesn't play like past Halo games, but it also does not play anything like Call of Duty. Like when you're sprinting, your shields won't recharge. That that's brand new to the series, and the last time it was introduced to the series, um, so it was just its own unique thing, um, which again is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, the campaign hated hated everything about the campaign. A lot of the weight and, and emotional baggage that came with Halo Four about Master Chief's humanity, about Cortana, about um, the importance of being who you are. Uh, even the ending of Halo Four when the didactic, you know. He sure he got this, you know, they stopped him, but he definitely wiped out a a certain part of the world with his composer. And yet that whole aspect of things just was glossed over in Halo 5 like it was nothing. And Cortana came back in a dream vision type thing. I I don't know what what they were going with that, but it it was ass. <laughs> okay, look, I, I don't mean to poop on other people's work, okay? I just, I highly question why they went in the direction that they went with, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm sure it looked cool on paper, but in practice, it left fans like me, who really enjoyed Halo 4, scratching our heads. Like, why go this route why rob because you could have a cortana right as an evil bad guy uh and the thing is if you do it right that can be an emotional you know gut punch just like it was when she you know quote unquote died but that's what i'm saying she she just came back in the second level of halo 5 and it was (laughs) whatever her rising her hands up. I don't. I, again, I don't know if it was a vision. I don't know if it was a transmission. I don't know if it was a dream. <laughs> but yeah, Halo 5's campaign hated, hated Halo 5's campaign. So for a while there, I felt very weary. Um, I felt very weary of the future of Halo because you know you look at the track record of Halo under three for three spell. They have a lot of hit and misses. Again, I loved Halo 4. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't. And, you know, it's not my place to say that they're wrong. If that's how they feel, that's how they feel. Um, But for me, a lot of the reason why I loved Halo 4 was because I loved the core mechanics. I loved the story that they went with. Um, You know, you still had your shields. You still had all of the iconic weaponry. You still had um, space levels and, 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 and... banshees and and vehicles your same classic game modes um you know so from a standpoint of overall structure i think halo 4 did a lot of things right versus getting things wrong i know some things some fans didn't like like custom loadouts the ordinance drops and kill cams right and, and the graphics right that was a lot of the 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 heat that halo 4 got but when you look at it like how you would look at, you know, let's say Halo Reach, um, you know, the whole different class system was introduced in Halo Reach, but it was only in specific game modes, right? In Invasion or, or I didn't play a lot of Halo Reach, but, you know, in Invasion or other specific game modes, you would have different loadouts with different weapons. Sure, you couldn't customize it, but it was still introducing that new level of customization. Uh, but when you look at Halo 4... The same rule applies, you know, if you're playing a certain Slayer versus Legendary Slayer, that's everyone has the one loadout. Um, no, Legendary Slayer, everyone has the same loadout. Everyone 
doesn't have any ordinance. It's classic Slayer with the classic weaponry that you've always had. Um, you know, sprinting. Oh no, I know that was a big hot topic. Again, I think it's a great thing to add. Hey, I hate playing old Halo games because some of those maps are really huge and your player movement's really slow. Um, I think they had the balance right. So not to, <laughs> you know, not to praise Halo 4 like a maniac, which I would happily do. Um, I just think they got a lot of things right, right? Uh, so like I was saying, 343 gets things right and things wrong. Halo 4 knocked out of the park. Halo 5, they dropped the ball so hard. Uh, Master Chief Collection, it depends on who you're asking, right? Uh, a lot of people felt angry at the launch of MCC because um, of the multiplayer issues, right? They're saying, oh, we can't find a game. It's hard to get into a game. It's hard to load up and match up and, and this and that and this and that, which it's fair. It's fair to say, yes, okay. But for me, I've always looked at Halo MCC like this. I, I've always looked at Halo MCC as a success bleh, success because of everything that they're encompassing, right? You have Halo 1, Halo 1 Anniversary. or I'm sorry. You have Halo C Anniversary, which is Halo 1 and Halo with new graphics. You have Halo 2 Classic and, and Anniversary. You have Halo 3. You have Halo 4, right? Those were the... Those were the top four games campaign-wise, plus two anniversary versions, right? So that's never that's unheard of. Four core campaigns, and then you look at the multiplayer side. You also had Halo CE multiplayer, Halo Two multiplayer, Halo Two Anniversary multiplayer, Halo Three multiplayer, and Halo Four multiplayer, all being launched at the same exact time with online play. For the very first time on the Xbox One. Now that to me is one of the biggest feats anyone could ever try to do. Sure, we've had remasters in the past, but like five different multiplayer. Um, I don't know if they all run on different engines. I don't know how engines work, but if five different Halo game multiplayers, including Halo 2 Anniversary, which I know runs on the Halo 4 engine. But again, it's it's it plays different than Halo 4. So that's five different multiplayers four different campaigns all being launched at once and you say that's a bad thing yes you couldn't find it in the games for like the first couple months and to be fair 343 also gave out halo 3 odst the campaign for free for anyone who logged in for a second on halo mcc a second a single second if you logged on to xbox live mcc for a single second you got halo 3 odst for free like, it was yours. So, again, it, de it depends on how you look at things. If you define MCC by just the launch, then they drop the ball. If you look at the long-lasting picture, MC Halo MCC is a major success. Right now, I have the Xbox Series X, and MCC is still one of my favorite games because not only has, has all the games been enhanced, but I get to keep playing my favorite games um, that I grew up with. Right, And it's a great way because, you know, again, a lot of people didn't like Halo 4 when it first released. And now people have been given time to settle down. And now when we play MCC, it's as simple as checking off a box if you don't want to play it. Right. And I found it easier to play with people and easier for people to re-experience the game through fresh eyes 
through MCC. So again, I, I think Halo MCC is a great plus for 343. But now let's look at the downsides of 343 managing the Halo series, right? You got <laughs> Halo Spartan Assault. You have Spartan Strike. You have uh, Halo 5's campaign, right? So <laughs> three already, kind of bad, kind of bad. And then you have, let's let's look at the outside perspective of just video games. Uh, I'm not going to mention books. I don't read the books, so I don't know if the quality has changed since Bungie to 3 for 3. I don't know if that's something that they have control over or if they would just hire the same writers. But um, I'm talking about media. I'm talking about, like, because 3 for 3 released Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn, and Halo Nightfall. Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn was a web series that was on Machinima Prime that was leading up to Halo 4. Now. It was, this is their very first attempt at a live-action show in any form of capacity. Because they've done commercials, two-minute commercials. I mean, they made a seven-minute um, test reel for a Halo movie. But, I, again, I don't count that because it wasn't really – it didn't really come to fruition. That's not canon. It's just, it was just test footage. Um, but Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn, they did a very smart thing where they focused on a character that wasn't Master Chief. Right, they focused on character building. They focused on the depths of um, a person's tenacity, right, and played with that idea and introduced the covenant in a very scary way uh, that made it made the covenant fresh, that made them terrifying, uh, and it was a blast to see. And you know, spoilies, I guess <laughs> I should have said that before I started talking about Ford Unto Dawn, but you know, they did a really clever thing where I mean. This was a web series on Machinima Prime, so their budget, I can't imagine their budget was that much, but they kept the Covenant in the shadows, behind smoke, behind shadows, um, invisible even, and they looked great, lurking in the darkness, killing people left and right. When they shot the elevator and people started screaming and falling out of the sky, woof, crazy crazy shit man so yeah halo 4 4 and unto dawn i think it was a great first attempt wasn't perfect of course it wasn't um but it was a very strong first attempt definitely meant for us halo fans versus a general public audience which is fair you know if someone doesn't like it it's fair uh, then 343 made halo nightfall was same deal as uh halo 4 4 and unto dawn where it was a web series I think through the Halo Waypoint website, and it was leading up to Halo 5's release. And if you watch it all, you can get uh, like unlocks for Halo 5. That show sucked so much ass. <laughs> it was horrible. The acting, the script, I, I it's, okay, it's been a while since I watched it, but from, from what I remember, it was god-awful. The the graphics were god like some of some of these scenes were like just questionable, at most. And it <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, why bother? Like it, it, sometimes if something is too, um, what's the word? If something is too, how do I don't want to say out of your reach, but you look at the means that you can do stuff right. And you look at what you can do. You got to gauge it, 
right? They had a, they had a full on elite in broad daylight walking through a shopping mall, and they had uh, Adrian Locke, the character, fight him, and it looked horrible, horrible. In Halo Four: Forward Unto Dawn, they had the kids hiding from this elite that's been trying to murder all of them with an energy sword, but the, he was invisible. You can hear him breathing. You can he- see the smoke being moved. But you, the imagination of the elite being there was the thing that drove that scene. And then when you watch, there was a scene where they were trying to look underneath uh, a cabinet to see where the elite was. And then they just see a footprint emerge in a puddle, even though they couldn't see the elite. That scene was suspenseful. But the scene in, in Halo uh, Nightfall was just embarrassing, bro. Not only that, the trailers for Halo 5 was god-tier. Literal god-tier. Phenomenal writing and acting and delivery and 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 and, and uh, shots. I'm not talking about the Poncho Chief. <laughs> I've never liked Poncho Chief. I'm talking about the Hunt the Truth campaigns where they had Agent Locke and Master Chief on two different sides of things um, fighting each other. You know, through monologue or, or Master Chief running through a city and here and there's people screaming in agony, calling out for help. And he's just he's just running past all of them. That to me was the coolest shit. Because they were showing Master Chief in a light that we've never seen before, a light of what if he did something wrong? What if he's not the hero? Um, and I'm pretty sure 100 percent of Halo fans would have still stuck with Chief. But they wanted to see what this turmoil was going to be like. What could someone possibly do in the Halo universe to turn their backs, excuse me, to turn their backs on the Master Chief who has saved them countless and countless of times. Now, they did a thing where, because again, the Chief, he unleashed the Didact in Halo 4. So if, if they, they had a lot of different avenues of turning the public against the Chief. But he just didn't return to Infinity in Halo 5, and that was it. That, that was his big crime. So, for me, it, it, yeah, it was just a huge step down from any Halo game that we've ever had before. Speaking of um, <laughs> lower Halo games, I wasn't the biggest fan of Halo Wars. When it first came out, the very first one, uh, when it first released, I hated the game uh, for multiple reasons. One, I'm not a strategy strategy game gamer, uh, so the the actual gameplay bored the living hell out of me. Oh my goodness, how are you gonna start with this beautiful cutscenes and then <laughs> just launch us over to a to an overhead view? <laughs> This was that game released when I was in the sixth grade, I think, when I had no idea about different styles of video games. So when when that camera panned upwards, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was like, "What is this?" My whole family was like, "What is this?" Because we would we would play Halo together, and we were excited about Halo Wars because because of, of the cussings and the trailers that we would see in GameStop. Um. So yeah, I hated Halo Wars. Even the story, the story itself, I didn't like. I the story doesn't fit to me. It doesn't fit at all to to the Halo 
um, canon, right? Because you got these these bases that are coming out of the sky. You have mech suits and giant airships and and this and that. And I'm like, what? When the fuck? <laughs> Pardon my French, but when 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 the freak did this become a thing? If, if this is 20 years before the very first Halo event, why haven't we seen a lick of the special technology that they have on the ship? What is what's going on? And the only thing that I really liked about Halo Wars was again the the cutscenes were beautiful, even though I thought the the story was whack. Um, and the music, oh my goodness, Halo Wars music is next level. Next level, oh my, can't fault them for that. Um, but yeah. Ever since, like I said, the game came out when I was in sixth grade. So that from 2017, I've hated Halo Wars with such a passion. But then Halo Wars 2 was announced. And I was like, <laughs> I remember the very first time it was announced. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, you gotta be kidding. No, why? I was so mad. I was so upset so upset i was like i my this thing that i've been bashing for years is coming back to haunt me and i fucking hate it man and i think this was happening after halo 5 was announced or after halo 5 launched i know halo wars 2 came after halo 5 for sure but i can't remember when i saw the announcement but the very first scene i saw of the halo wars 2 announcement was jerome pulling one of his other spartans uh away from atriox and Atriox was like, yes, run, little Spartan. And then it cuts off. Like, that was the teaser. And I thought it was the lamest shit ever. I was like, wow. Atriox, I didn't know his name was Atriox, but I was like, wow. That brute looks like such a compelling enemy. He definitely doesn't look one-dimensional. But then, I don't, I don't remember if it was E3 or Video Game Awards, but they released this trailer, this Halo Wars 2 trailer. And they had this amazing, somber, dark soundtrack of Cutter and Atriox slowly walking towards each other with this slow-mo war happening behind them. And it's, it's representing them countering each other's decisions. And it ends off with them with Atriox and Cutter facing off with each other with this huge war and it pans out to this beautiful beautiful scenery and then a tagline shows up know your enemy and I was hooked I was like holy shit that looks great it, it was great and then more trailers started showing up about Halo Wars 2 uh, you get to, you get to see a lot more of Atriox. You get to see a lot more of the Spartan teams, and the graphics of the cussings got so much better. They look so beautiful. And then, not only that, but then you, I don't know. They had these funny ass <laughs> live action ads of Atriox and Cutter again facing off with each other. But it's more a battle of wits. And so they'll be at, like at a car dealership, sitting on an airplane. Like they they found the perfect stride of capturing what the game's about, knowing your enemy and outplaying them. A strategy, just like how the game actually is. And when the I bought the game when it launched, 
they sold me. Those ads <laughs> sold me because it looked like so much fun. It like I knew that it was a strategy game. I knew what the gameplay was going to look like, but I also knew what the themes were for the canon. Well, I guess the, the trailers weren't canon, but for for the serious trailers, they portrayed the story as you being smarter than the other. Even in the funny ones, it was it was comical, but it was the same theme outsmarting your opponent and so when halo wars 2 came out i bought it i played it and i looked only for the cutscenes. my only downside for halo wars 2 was that there wasn't enough cutscenes that i was hoping for you i'm used to having level starts with cussing level ends with cussing maybe cussing in the middle but that's usually how it goes begin cussing middle cussing maybe and then ending cussing and halo wars 2 um some levels didn't start with a not every level started with a cussing or ended with an actual cussing uh ended with dialogue so that's cool <laughs> so that was my only grab i wish there was more cussings more story but the story itself oh my goodness so worth playing that was my that was my gripe with halo wars one i was bored i didn't like the story there was no winning winning for me but halo wars 2 loved every moment that i was experiencing and i'm not i'm not the <laughs> the best strategy player if i was to play online i would get reamed but for the campaign oh oh i i, I challenged myself i didn't feel like the game was holding my hand or punishing me you know it was a great way for me to experience this this new or not new but this different version of gaming versus um you know my usual first person so there again three for three gets it right they got it right with halo 4 i think they got it right with mcc they dropped the ball with five they dropped the ball with spartan assault and spartan strike again those were mobile games and i hated them because they were ugly <laughs> and the stories were just about palmer and her friend i think and i hate palmer <laughs> i don't know about her friend um, and Halo Wars 2, it was great. And so here comes Halo Infinite, right? And they released the engine trailer, which is just these beautiful scenery shots and environmental shots and, 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 and um, AI shots. Not like Cortana, but more like uh, wildlife shots of space deer, space rhinos, and other things, right? And it looked amazing. And then... It, they switched back to the original art style and people were freaking out like, oh yeah, Halo's back, baby, Halo's back. And for me, I was like, well, you know, that alone shouldn't dictate what the game is. Um, That is the thing. I'm sorry, I get a text. <laughs> Super unprofessional. Super unprofessional. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut this part out. I was kind of hoping uh, <laughs> that I wouldn't have to edit any of this. Or maybe I don't edit this. So again, I got a text message um, uh, about someone at work who shouldn't be there. All right. Um, yeah. What was I saying? <laughs> this is the downside of recording by yourself is that you don't know what you're talking about if you get derailed. Um but yeah, 3 for 3 has... Oh, Halo Infinite, right? The the teaser trailer that they released. Um, 
again, I don't think returning to the original art style was enough to be like, oh yeah, it's good. this game's going to be great. And that was the mentality of a lot of people that just because of this, it was going to be great. Then they released the trailer introducing the pilots for the first time. I'm not going to lie, it kind of looked a little weird to me, a little uncanny valley to me, but it was cool. Uh, and then in 2019, they released the very first gameplay reveal. Holy shit, did it look awful. It still does look awful. It was one of the worst reveals I have ever seen for the Halo franchise. It was that bad. The graphics looked like ass. The gameplay looked like ass. The character models look like ass. And I know I know that's not very fair or very constructive to just call it ass. Um, but you had brutes coming out of the drop pods screaming with no weapons, right? They'll do a scream animation and the person playing just throws a grenade and they die in one hit. Grunts, they're easy to kill. Um, elites, they were easy to kill. Like everyone was easy to kill. When um in the in the trailer, you crash land your pelican and then you just walk out. And then there's a random patrols walking by. Like, there was no sense of urgency. There was no sense of um, epicness. It was just this boring walk, stroll through an empty map that looked like ass. And then they introduced different mechanics. I Okay, so when I very... In Halo Infinite, they revealed... Um, they show... They have the grapple hook. Damn, I'm going to have to edit all this out. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um what was i saying damn stupid stupid text messages that throw me off i'm gonna have to edit <laughs> but yeah you know when halo infinite was first revealing its trailers its gameplay it did not look good it did not look good uh, they announced early on that the multiplayer was going to be free to play and that was going to be a different bundle or different entity than the campaign. The campaign and multiplayer would be separate uh, and that the multiplayer was going to be free to play. Um, and again, those early days of reveal for the, camp the campaign gameplay back in 2019, or either 2019 or 2020, one of the two, I think it was 2020, uh, it looked horrible. God awful. They were supposed to release in 2020. Now let's let's just remember that. They were supposed to release December of 2020. Right? Multiplayer campaign separated, but they were supposed to release in December of 2020. They delayed because of COVID, and now they are releasing in December of 2021, a year later. Um now here's the thing. Since then, uh, we've had E3, we've had new trailers, and Halo Infinite's looking really good. The year made such a difference in terms of graphic, uh, graphical fidelity, um, the campaign beats. Um, like I said, when they first had that reveal um, of Chief walking out of off a crash site, um, it looked boring, boring as hell. Um, but they released trailers and different story aspects to to make it feel epic again. Um, but here's the thing that gets a little tricky. So on November 15th, 2021, they released a beta for Halo Infinite's multiplayer. 
they released it to the public, which means um, people got to play a month early of the multiplayer. We've had flights where people can test it out, the, uh, test out the game, but we haven't had an, like an actual in-depth public to everybody until now. Now, a lot of people who are playing it and experiencing it now, you know, they love how it feels, how it plays, how it looks. But they are complaining, um, including me, I'm also complaining, about the uh, battle pass system, the unlocks, um, the playlist. Because right now, in this point in time, December 3rd, 2021, um, you can either do quick play of um, all the game modes in one, right? So you can't, you cannot look for a specifically Slayer. You cannot look for a specifically Objectives. It's everything bundled together. Uh, and in Ranked... Um, you know, same deal. You can either play ranked open, which is uh, cross-platform, cross-input, or closed, which is either um, either ranking against people who are also playing controller or ranking against people who are only playing a mouse keyboard. Um, so a lot of people are complaining about the XP system because um, for the Battle Pass, you need XP, but you when it first released, the beta first released, the XP moved so slowly. They prioritized challenges versus the actual flow of the game so if you get 30 kills in the slayer game like and, and two deaths doesn't matter you'll still get like 50 xp or or less xp than if you were doing challenges which would um make people like defer from the objective right we'll be capturing we'll be playing capture the flag and people will leave the flag to go kill someone with fusion coils three times because that's what the challenge calls for. And you can't really blame the players because they're only doing what they can to upgrade their characters. And they're so... When when Halo Infinite was coming out, uh, they were saying there's going to be so much customization. So much customization. It's going to be crazy how much customization is going to be in here. And yet, now that the bait is out, it's so limiting. It's so much more limiting than any other Halo game I've ever seen in my life. You can't even change your colors to pink. Your colors, I mean, if you wanted to, if they wanted to, to customize uh, the Spartan armor, like the metal, the texture of the metal, if it's grimy, if it's shiny, brand new or worn, um, fine, that's cool. But the fact that they took away our ability to change the colors of our Spartans, right? You can only choose preset palettes that they have created themselves so you can't you, know, you can't cross color whatever way you want to um you can't uh mix and match armor right because there's different levels of spartan like different themes i guess um and you can only mix and match for that like you can't put a, a mark six helmet on their brand new spartans that they have for spartan or halo infinite Right, so the crossing of armors is not there. The customization is not there. The only way you can customize your guys is if you unlock them through the battle pass. But the battle pass takes forever to rank up because you need XP, but they're only giving you XP for challenges and not for games. Performance. It's, it's such a horrible <laughs> experience for us fans who love the Halo multiplayer experience. And here's the thing. They killed it with MCC, with the progression system in MCC. Because the way you progress in MCC is they ha they'll have seasons that you can unlock, uh, uh, that you can unlock armor and, and, and additional stuff, uh, nameplates and stuff um, through points 
that you unlock, and you unlock points by getting XP, by doing challenges, and by your performance in the game. So it was a win-win situation. You play the game, you get the challenges, you do really good, and then you'll get points to unlock for whatever thing you want to. But that that system isn't working anymore. And a lot of people are saying, well, at least the multiplayer is free. Well, here's the thing. No one asked it to be free. It wasn't a free-to-play game that turned into uh, a paid service. It was a paid service that turned into a free-to-play game. So in a way, they shot themselves. 3 for 3 shot themselves in the foot, and now we're bleeding for it. We're paying for it. Literally, we're paying for it. We're paying for the ability to change the colors of our Spartans. The only reason why I'm not as upset as I think I should be is because the game released a month... Or the, I'm sorry, the multiplayer beta released a month early before its December 8th launch. But, again, to me, that's not enough to give us a half-baked experience why wouldn't you want to set up yourself with the best multiplayer that you possibly can have right and now i'm looking at a, a post by halo infinite on the official uh, facebook page and they said uh let's talk about halo infinite playlist we've been reading your feedback and we've been working on plans to add fiesta tactical slayer which is swat uh, and free-for-all playlists as we speak but they won't land by december 8th but the team is pushing to get them in before the end of the year. Our goal for events is to try new modes prior to adding to playlists. We'll monitor playlist health and after the three additions above and adjust our offerings if needed. But we're excited to make these updates. Uh, and it, the quote continues. Uh, and they want to see these updates before the holidays. This is just the start of the conversation with y'all. So to me, the thing that irks me is that they're saying that these won't be released by December 8th. I mean, yes, it's going to be releasing before the end of the year, but there's so much content being cut from Halo Infinite that it's it's frustrating as a fan, as a longtime fan, right? They, they cut Assassinations out because they didn't think it was a priority, which I would beg to differ. Um, they cut Co-op from the campaign. They cut Forge from multiplayer. Uh, and now the simple ability to play Slayer or look for Slayer or look for social games isn't going to make it to the playlists? Isn't going to make it to the release date? That was the thing that surprised me when I first launched up Halo Infinite's multiplayer beta on uh, the 15th of November was how little there was to experience and play. A lot of the maps that they showed during the flights are were in the beta. So the... Instead of getting, like, I was expecting 15 maps or, or six, close to 20 maps, right? A lot of different ranges. But that, again, was not the case. We got 10 maps, most of which was already revealed in the flights. Not only that, they, they've made just more and more questionable decisions that makes you go... Why? Why have you decided to do it like this? The fact that we can't look for a single Slayer game, that to me is baffling. Halo Infinite's multiplayer, when it launched, apparently this was one of their biggest... This has beat out a lot of the competition, right? A lot of people are excited. They also agree that the multiplayer, the actual game, how it feels, 
is amazing. But it's the little stuff, the XP system. Even down to the nitty-gritty of the gameplay, gameplay, the gameplay, like player collision turned off, friendly fire turned off. Little stuff like that, it adds up. So the only reason a lot of people, including myself, love the game is because the core of it is running smooth. But the the actual body of the game is horrific. Awful. My friend, my you know, one of the one of my friends I stream a lot with, John over here, um, he said that he's not motivated to touch the game. And this is a game that we've been dying to play for years. Again, six years to unlock. And it makes me question, you, you were supposed to release last year in November of 2020. Either November or December of 2020. You had a full year. What did you have in 2020? You've cut so much content from us. We, we would expect a more polished game. A completed game by the next year, but we're getting a lot less than we've ever had before. Again, we can't change our colors. We can't look for Slayer. We can't play the game in co-op. We can't assassinate things. Why? 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 <sighs> it's just my impressions of this game is back and forth, just like 343's overall reputation, at least in my eyes. This game has the potential to be one of the best and one of the worst, depending on how they handle this. And the fact that we have to wait past its launch to get the full game is a horrible way to launch the game. If you weren't ready to release on December 8th, you should have postponed. If you were... I, I The battle pass during the flights... I, I maxed out the battle pass. They, in, in the flights, they had like a mini battle pass with stuff that you can unlock. And those flights were only two days long, right? And I was able to max them out at the end of the second night or the third night, right? But now I can barely level up anything. I've played over 200 games, close to 300, I think. And I'm still at the very beginning. And I know it's a free game. But no one asked it to be. You guys made it like this. You've limited us. You could have had the base armors, like regular armor colors, regular armor plating as the unlocks. And anything premium, like effects, that should have been the thing that you charged us for. But it's not. It's colors. You're, cha you're charging us for colors. You're charging us so that we could swap challenges. Or, or rep our, our favorite esports team or whatever. I love Halo. I do. I love Halo. And I think Halo has had great moments. And continue, can still have really great moments. But the more and more I, I read and I see what's being cut and what's being prioritized, to me, is such a slap in the face. They have plans of adding Fiesta Tactical Slayer free-for-all, but it won't happen during launch. And I, I've said this to my friends before. I'm not beefing with the, <laughs> with the multiplayer beta because it's not full release. The plan for full release was supposed to be December 8th. 
If December 8th rolls around and they only launch a campaign with no improvements to multiplayer, no new maps, if all we literally got was 10 maps, most of which, like the big team battle maps, the big team battle maps, they suck. There's only three, and two of them are basically copy and paste, right? The only difference is one has a giant hole in the middle. There's a lot of cut content that uh, it's alarming, but I think a lot of us fans are just happy to play it that we're just ignoring that fact. Now, no one's no one's forcing us to to buy the the cosmetics, of course, but you know, for me, it's if you're gonna have a full release, the game has to be complete, and this might be infringing on. The similarity to Halo MCC, where um, not everything that we have now was there on release, but at least in MCC's case, it made sense. There was four campaigns, two anniversaries, and five multiplayers. In this, it's literally just the campaign and multiplayer that was supposed to release last year. So, right now, it's the question is, is this going to be a great year for 343 where they rock it out of the park even with the missing content? Or is this going to be another fumble where us Halo fans have to suffer for believing in them? Questions, questions, questions. <laughs> what are y'all thoughts? What do y'all think? What, what Are you enjoying Halo Infinite? Do you think there are some things that you wish could have been implemented from previous games? Or do you think there are some things that should have not been included, uh, like sprints or or uh, the armor abilities? What's, what's your opinion? What's your opinion? Well, I want to know. I want to get... <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me, baby. Um, I <laughs> Here I was thinking that I was going to record for 30 minutes max, maybe 15 minutes, but here I am. Uh, close to... Uh, close to a lot longer than... <laughs> Just 30 to 15 to 30 minutes. Uh, but you know what? That's okay. And, you know, a lot of my criticism comes from a place of love. I love Halo. And I continue to love Halo, even if this game sucks. I'll find ways to love it. Just like how I hate the campaign for Halo 5, but I love the multiplayer. I'll find my way. Um, but a lot of this criticism, I think, is needed. You know, I, I think the team should have prioritized some aspects over others. Um, and it's it's going to be okay, but that doesn't mean we have to just accept it at face value. You know, we're going to, it's coming out for Game Pass. So that's another thing to think about. If you pay for the game yourself, um, then I think you have more of a right to complain. But at the same time, Game Pass gives it to you for free. I mean, not really free, but that's the deal that Xbox has, right? Get Xbox Game Pass, that's what gives it its value, is first-day access to great games like Halo Infinite. But, again, place of love, but there's nothing wrong with criticism. Nothing wrong with criticism. So yeah, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about the, the podcast idea? Did you enjoy it? Did, <laughs> did you stick around? Um... They disabled dislike, so even if you did dislike, I you won't see who did. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what's your what's your thoughts? What's your input? L share with me 
what what you're what you feel about Halo Infinite right here right now. Uh, the game comes out in less than a week right now, but uh, that doesn't mean we can't start the conversation now. If you want to see me uh, do gameplay, like actual interaction with me, uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv slash thesodaholic. You can also check out my social medias on YouTube slash thesodaholic, um, my Instagram, my uh, TikTok, my Twitter. Um, I'll also put links in the description below for that. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. and. Uh, yeah, we'll see if this is a continuing thing that I'll do. No no pressure if you didn't make it through. But uh, yeah, see you guys around. Bye.